I really feel that today's video is long overdue. So what I want to do is begin with a fable, which will help to understand some of the points that I'm going to go through in a methodical order after the fable. So this is by Mary Ellen Reining, and it's an old fable. Long ago, there lived a man who had three sons. The man was a farmer who had, through hard work and crafty management, accumulated a nice bit of property. The farm, if left intact, would provide a comfortable living for all three sons. However, if the property were divided or some of it sold off, the sons would soon end up in poverty and all the farmer's long years of hard labour would be for naught. These three sons, however, were constantly quarrelling. They complained that they had nothing in common with each other and each insisted going his own way. Some of you may already be starting to see where I'm going with this. One day, the father grew seriously ill. He had lived a full life and was at peace, except for one thing. He was worried about his sons. He knew that without him, his sons would have a falling out, lose the farm and soon sink into poverty and want. The father loved his sons and did not want this to happen to them. He thought and thought. Finally, he called a servant and instructed the servant to gather together three large bundles of sticks and to tie each bundle securely with a good strong rope. He then called his three sons to his side. The father ordered the sons to each take up a bundle of sticks. He then commanded the sons to break the bundle with their hands. The brothers grunted and groaned as they strove and struggled to carry out their father's command. But try as they might, the bundles would not break. The father then bade the sons to untie the bundles. They did so and the sticks were one by one, soon broken with ease. My sons, said the father, you are like these sticks. If you refuse to see your common interest and are divided by petty differences, you will be weak and easy prey for those stronger than you. However, if you band together and do not let yourselves be divided, you will always be strong and you will all prosper. The father died soon after. The sons, having learned the lesson of the bundle of sticks, did indeed prosper and become the most wealthy and powerful men in the land. Now, what I would like you to do is to leave a comment below. What do you think is the reason for this fable? Why am I sharing with you today this fable? And can you see the similarities between what we are all going through at the moment? Now, before we continue on with the video, I just want to briefly remind you about the Black Friday course sale this week only. I know I mention it every day, but I'm only going to mention it this week and we'll go back to normal videos thereafter because this is a massive opportunity. It is 90% off the courses using coupon code WOW. And I am really proud of the courses, as I think is quite obvious, because it's already changed so many lives. And I want these courses to change your lives, which is why the price is so low for Black Friday. It will not be this price again until next year. 
And if you're not convinced, check out the information page, watch or read some of the dozens of testimonials. In fact, here's one quick testimonial for you here from a man called Richard. Hi, I've done both the Niels courses, the finance and the psychology course. I can recommend them highly to everybody. I started with finance, but actually I recommend them doing psychology first and then move on to finance. And the reason I say that is because through the psychology course, you get an introspective look at yourself, where you're at at the moment and where you want to be in the future and your own wants and needs. And the outcome for that for me personally was quite surprising because it wasn't all about the money. And I'm actually a far happier person now having done that course. Moving on to finance, without somebody like Neil, it's quite simple. You're going to come a cropper because there's so many pitfalls in the world of finance. And combine that with the geopolitical situation, it's, it's too complex to break it down for yourself. And Neil manages to do that in bite-sized chunks. And he shows it in a light that everybody can understand. So I'd highly recommend both courses, but do them sooner rather than later. Great. Well, the coupon codes are selling out really quickly. Once the codes have gone through, that is it. That is either on the 28th of November or beforehand if they go through quicker. So yesterday then we talked about how those actions, the new actions in Argentina changes everything. I even said this changes everything. And I think I should have been more clear on what I meant by that, because I saw a lot of comments saying, no, this doesn't change everything. This is nothing. You know, nothing's really happened. So I want to explain what I didn't explain in detail yesterday. And I want to go on to a lot of points that are really important for you right now. So the reason this changes everything or potentially changes everything is because if we look at this from a historical perspective, which is what I always do, I study history. I love history. I've always said one day in the future, if this channel ever, you know, goes away or they, they ban me or something like that, I will make history documentaries. I will travel the world doing this stuff because I love it so much. And one of the things that really concerns me, and again, I'm not saying I'm concerned by this new um, politician, this new president of Argentina per se, but what I'm concerned with is the ripple effects that this may have. Because whenever you have authoritarian leaders that come up, which are voted by the people, sure, some of them can do really good things for the country. And look, it can't be any worse than what we've got at the moment. The leadership at the moment is absolutely atrocious. They are only there to line their own pockets and for their own self-interest and for the self-interest of their friends, their buddies, the lobbyists, the wealthiest people. So I'm all for change if it's going to help people, all of us in society, as opposed to us being pillaged by taxes and inflation, which remember is another tax. So let's just say that he does do a good job in the world. He goes on to do a really good job. Well, what do you think that's going to do for other countries around the world? People are going to look at that because remember, he's a social media superstar in his own in his own right, media star. People around the world are going to look at that and they're going to say, we want the same thing. We want a leader just like him. But history teaches us a valuable lesson about authoritarian leaders. And again, I'm not saying that he is bad. I'm not. I really don't know enough about him. There are some links with the WEF, which we really need to look deeper into to understand this person 
better. But the problem with any authoritarian leader that may pop up in other countries because they think they're voting for the same thing if this goes well is this. And I want to read this definition for you here. An authoritarian leadership style is described as behavior that asserts absolute authority and control over subjects and demands unquestionable obedience from subordinates. Such a leader has full control and becomes unchallengeable, sometimes even becoming a dictator. So that's why I said that yesterday's video and what's actually happened it changes everything because it really could change everything if things go badly in Argentina under his leadership. Because we've seen this previously, we've seen this this century as to what can happen in a number of countries that have these larger than life figures that come in and promise everything to the citizens. And yes, they do deliver on a lot of those things. But then what happens is often they go into this God mode, as it were, where they can't be challenged on everything. And then you can start to see other negative things occurring, such as taking social programs and privatizing them. Now, sometimes this can be a positive thing. It is in certain countries, but it can also be a negative thing if the privatization results in crazy costs. Just look at the USA healthcare system, for example. Look at the, the monthly payments that people are paying, and it's not even the best healthcare system in the world. So I'm really on the fence, I got to admit, with this new leader of Argentina. I don't know how this is going to go. If he does all the things he promises to do, then it's a positive thing. It really is. But I do have my reservations with some of his connections and policies at the same time. Now, the other thing is, you've got to ask the question, how did he come into power in the first place? And how are we seeing the rise of some of these sort of leaders in other countries? And even though we haven't right now seen a lot of this, my forecast is as the years progress, we're going to see a lot more of these larger than life characters actually come into power. And that's when I think that we may see some serious issues. But at the same time, I think the media is to blame for a lot of problems that we have in the world right now. I was asking people today, what do you see as some of the biggest issues? And people said the same thing. It's media polarization. It's putting your neighbor against you, your family member against you. This has been going on for four years now. Right since 2020, we had issues then. 2021, more issues. 2022, more issues. 2023, all of this year, more and more issues. We've gone through all of these social arguments and constructs, of course, all of this tension in society. And it's really the root, I believe, of a lot of the problems that we have right now. It really is the media. But that's not the only thing. I've got a whole list right here of a lot of things, a lot of concerns that you have said to me, my subscribers have said. Privacy is another one. Um, the thought police is, was, a, was a common theme. Things like this, this, this takeover of our rights, of our freedoms, all in the name of protecting us more. We've talked about this before. This is not going to offer us more protection. It's already creating more censorship and more regulations around our lives. We mentioned healthcare. This is another big concern for most Europeans. People are concerned with the level of healthcare. I mentioned, I don't know if it was yesterday or, or, or the other day, how long it took me to get an appointment 
two years on the waiting list for a simple, simple appointment. You're hearing all these horror stories. You're hearing the horror story of the old lady in her 80s who fell down the stairs, broke her hip and had to wait eight hours for an ambulance. That is absolutely disgraceful in an economy like we have today. In the West, we are so blessed. We are so wealthy as people, as citizens, as communities. And yet we don't feel that way. Why? Because we are being pillaged by taxes and wastage. There's a lot of government wastage and the free market is being destroyed by lobbyists and monopolies. And what's this leading to? It's leading to higher costs for all of us. I speak to young people and they tell me they're so fearful and frustrated by the future. They feel like, what is the point? Really, what's the point right now? They cannot even afford homes. You look how fast the, the house price have gone up compared to wages over the last 10, 15, 20 years. They haven't even kept up a, a fraction of it. How on earth are they supposed to get on the housing ladder? Um, another big one is crime. I'll give you an example. I've been going from a lot of from city to city quite recently, going to a lot of capital cities. 10, 15, 20 years ago, if I went to a capital city in Europe, I knew without a shadow of a doubt which city I was in. It felt like Germany. It felt like France. It felt like Spain. Now, when I go to all of these big cities and it's not even the capital cities, these big cities everywhere, if you, I guarantee you this, if you were to remove all the words and the language and you were to just put someone who's never been in one of these cities before and you were to put them in there, they wouldn't know which country they were in. All of the cities now are becoming the same. All the culture, all this rich heritage is being eroded away. And what we're going to be left with is just crap. It's just sameness. We see in rampant crime, homelessness, drug epidemics. This is what we're dealing with now. So is it any wonder that people want change? People want political change. No, it's not. What about all the small business closures? Look at the betrayal of small businesses during the, the lockdowns where they were given loans that they had to repay, which is now bankrupted a lot of them. Whereas the big companies were given grants. It's not fair. It's monopolies. It's lobbying. What about food and energy inflation that the people are being lied to? And the people, we're not stupid. We know what food inflation is. We know what energy inflation is. We know that the inflation wasn't caused by Russia. We know that this was caused by by currency creation, printing all this new currency. We know that the energy inflation as well was partly due to sanctions, sanctions that were self-sanctions on our countries. People today are much poorer than they were in 2019 before this whole situation began. And now, as we go forward, we're going into this deep, dark recession. People are concerned about their jobs. People are concerned about paying their bills. People are concerned about how they're going to afford their their mortgages and their rent with the, the prices, the way they're going. You look at Sweden, used to be one of the most beautiful crime-free countries in the world. Look at it now. It is absolutely rampant. It's one of the murder capitals. Well, it is the murder capital now of Europe. People are concerned about this. People are concerned about Russia, Ukraine, Israel, Palestine. All of these things are just getting more and more intense. Another big thing people always ask me about is conscription. They're fearful of conscription. How do I avoid CBDCs? I did a video on that the other day. What other countries can I move to to get away from all of this stuff? See, this is the 
serious issues that we've all got right now that we're going through. And that's why I talk about these things. I don't make light of them. I talk about them because they are serious. They are serious things that we all have these concerns. I don't whitewash over them like the, the media does and tell you that you're crazy and that you're just imagining it all. No, these things exist. They're real and they're big problems for all of us to deal with. And that's another reason, by the way, why I make these videos and why I do tell you about my courses and why I do make these courses for you. Yeah, of course I earn an income from them. I've got to earn an income. This is free. I make these videos for free. But genuinely, I do make these courses to serve you, to help you, to get away or to give you options for all of this craziness that's coming. The media is not going to save you. The government is not going to save you. Your broker is not going to save you when all of this starts coming down. And I'm not going to be your savior either. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is give yourself options. Even if it's not my courses, please just start taking these precautions now. Study, do make plans, do whatever you need to do because the day of reckoning is coming. These things are getting worse and they're going to get worse before this turns around and gets better. Yes, I do think some of the extremes that we've been seeing over the last few years are on the retreat now. And I think that's a good thing. I think it's a godsend. I think that we're blessed to actually have these things starting to turn around now and reverse. But there's also a concern with that as well in that when these things do reverse, you're going to see some people that just don't want to let go of the power that they've accumulated over the last few years. So honestly, I could keep talking and talking about all this for uh, for hours, but I want to leave it there for today. Thank you uh, so much for being a subscriber here. Thank you for taking advantage of the Black Friday deal as well. But apart from that, I'll see you tomorrow. Take care. God bless you. God bless your family. And I really do wish you all the best. See you tomorrow.